0: Andrew Voss uh, joins the program, of course, a rugby league commentator from Fox Sports in Australia. Hi, Vossie. Welcome back in. Too much rugby league, never enough. Isn't it good? We're talking about it. Um, Yeah, wow. The international rugby league dilemma for the clubs. You know, they support state of origin 100% with their heads stuck up their backsides, like absolutely jammed up their own asses they cannot see through to try and advance International Rugby League. And I say that without apology. Mm. Yet they all say, oh, we support International Rugby. Might you, well, that's no, all lip service, isn't it? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. You know, we, we, we do absolutely do everything for Origin. You know, if 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 um, the New South Wales or Queensland coaches said, we've got to do this with our players this year, you know, camps in the off-season, emerging squads, players are released to do that. Um, the the, the ten-day camps leading up to Origins for as long as you can remember. Clubs don't stand in their way. Players join in, bring in an eighteenth, nineteenth man. Clubs don't stand in their way, and yet you know, Test rugby league, poor relation, poor cousin, gets very little support. Fossy, I'm, I'm unaware. Excuse me if this is a dumb question, but I know the players get compensated when they're in State of Origin. Mm. Do the clubs, do they get any sort of compensation that seems that helps no. them be well? Well, why are they so? Mm. Why do they placate it so much? Well, well, because I, I suppose they see the tangible evidence, which is dollars in the television contract, which gets, you know, fed back into the game. Origin is part of the, you know, the television broadcasting rights and package, and it is an, a, you know, an enormous ratings winner, as you'd be aware. It's each year in, you know, year in year out, it's one of the biggest rating television shows in Australia. Now, don't worry about just rugby league or sport; um, it's all programmed. So it's part of the. You know the the television broadcasting deal. The television broadcasting deal is what sustains clubs. Um, you know, if you look at the numbers now, out of the television broadcasting deal, that covers more than the uh, than the salary cap. You know, it's it's an enormous amount of money. So you know, no, they support um, Origin, and they know that the players also get you know a, a good earn um, thirty thousand dollars a game these days. I think is the is the figure. Uh, for State of Origin, but, you know, it doesn't happen. You know, what does a player get if I release, my, you know, my star player to play for Tonga in a mid-year test? What's he going to get? What do I get? Nothing. They don't do anything. The clubs don't support it. Yeah, Mel Maniga was talking yesterday, Andrew. It was also revealed that one, maybe two Immortals will be announced later this year. And Maniga mm. uh, was there. Wally Lewis was there. Darren Lockyer was there. And I know two mm. don't go into three, Andrew. So who who's missing out? Oh, look, can I, can I say, I, I, well, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, I think we've got a great opportunity to uh, put in place a system and of, of acknowledgement of great players across the entire era from, from 08 onwards. I would have three levels of, of status, if you like. Um, and then I would have a Hall of Fame, which we have, and it feels like not too many people are aware we have it. Uh, I would then have a legend status. And then, right at the top end, there are immortals. Um, because for mine, you know, players that we're throwing up um, as names, as candidates for the immortals, I say, no, they were part of immortal deeds, but they're not in the same category of player as, let's say, Andrew Johns or John Raper. And I, I suppose I could throw it out there right now. Cooper Cronk down the track, he would be Hall of Fame. Um, Jonathan Thurston would be potential immortal. But I couldn't have them in the same category. I think Norm Proven is a name that gets thrown up um, because he was part of so many of the St George 11-straight premiership wins. Look, and this is with the greatest of respect. I mean, the achievement of being part of all those teams is immortal achievement. But as a player, I don't know whether people talk of Norm Proven as being well, no one has ever said he was as good as John Raper. So, therefore, I don't think he can... He could be a legend of the game, but I don't think he can be an immortal. Do you see where I'm coming from in that? I just think yep. we can have the three tiers of this and, and give the due reward and credit and acknowledgement to so many players. And Dave Brown's another. They're, they're putting up Dave Brown from the 1930s. It's almost impossible. I mean, his scoring records were that of an immortal, but as a player, no one is saying Dave Brown was anywhere near the player that Graham Langlands was. So how can he then be an immortal? He can be a legend of the game, but the immortal is for the absolute, the absolute best of the best as players. So if you're looking at maybe the last, say, 10 to 12 years, Voss, you've got in the conversation Mm. Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, Inglis would be in there, Billy Slater would be in there. Are they all getting in as immortals as you would have them or not? No, I would think on what, if, if you were to say, and touch wood, I'm touching everything now, with my hands, my toes, if their careers finished right now, and you had to assess this time next year, uh, you know, grade them, rate them, for mine of the current crew, I would have Smith, Thurston, Slater, all as potential immortals. That's how good I think they are and have been. But Greg Inglis is a good case in point, fellas. Yes. He would not be on that same level for mine week in, week out. He achieved some immortal things. Um, you know, man of the match in a grand final. I know they got stripped of it. Um, you know, Lee D over oh, there was part of South in 2014. His try scoring deep. But he would not be a contender for an immortal, but he would definitely be a contender to be a legend of our game. I've got, in my one, I've got Sam Becco and Quentin Pongia. That's where I'm starting. <laughs> Yeah. Those are my boys. room. Go, oh, I'm going. I've got personal favourites. I mean, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd like to think that Jason Lowry is is getting a mention there somewhere. Um, you know, look, there's there's so many, but I think if we widen or if we increase the categories, I think the conversation can become bigger. Mm. It can become more of a discussion and debate rather than full-on argument. Um, and I I just think that it also preserves the status of immortals mm. that they are the You know, the absolute cream of the crop. The best of the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole point of Mount Rushmore is there's only four of them up there, and that's why it's such fun, you know, it's getting there. But (laughs) speaking of four, I'm going to expand that out to six. The top six. Who do you know? Do you know anybody that had said to you, hey, Vossi, hey, Vossi, after two rounds, mate, it's going to be dragons, (laughs) warriors, panthers, west tigers, knights, and then sea eagles. That's the top six. (laughs) Well, if they they did, if they did, they're they're on drugs uh, and and some pretty heavy-duty things, but uh, probably shouldn't go there. Look, I, I've got to say it's, um, you know, I've been covering the game a long, long time. Uh, it is the most remarkable, stunning, amazing opening two weeks to a competition. There could not be any any of us, expert, you know, bloke in the pub, whatever, who could have predicted half of what has unfolded, to be serious. You know, the the comeback wins, the milestone matches, the crowds, the... Um, the, the last-second victories, you know, just alone, you know, what Newcastle have done. You know, won. they could be 0-2, and, and and, you know, and, and Canberra could be 2-0. and zero. And, you know, it's extraordinary what Newcastle have got up in the last one, well, golden point one week in the last few minutes of another, um, the wooden spooners of the last three years. And then you look at Canberra. Is that not bizarre that they have lost their first two matches 30 points to 28, conceding a try in the last couple of minutes in both games? Look, that's that's amazing. And so now they're sitting down the bottom zero and two. And Penrith come back from 14 points down consecutive weeks in blast furnace heat. Um, There's a whole lot of things happening out there. And thank heavens, most of it is positive. Desperately sorry to hear of the injury yesterday, Sam McKendry, a third knee reconstruction. But, that you know, it's part and parcel of footy. But most of the news around rugby league at the moment is very positive.